Get ready and tune into the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered, a unique platform to help you optimize your health through dynamic role-playing, real-life challenges with expert guests and your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered. And it's a blessing for me, it's, it's an honor for me, I should say, that I get to meet these amazing individuals out there that are really leading the charge in health optimizing. And, and what do I mean by that? Well, conventional medicine is great for very specific situations and acute situations, heart attacks, you know, all sorts of things. But the reality is, is that we really want to be ahead of any, you know, presence of any kind of condition, any kind of disease, any kind of chronic illness. And so that means that we have to have a pathway, have to have a way to navigate, you know, these these situations. And the challenge these days is that, you know, who do you trust? You know, what information are you going to use? And me, you know, myself as a plastic and reconstructive surgeon, I've been, you know, I've been in this business for a very long time. I would think I would know a lot of things and even I get confused. And so that's the reason of this podcast. The podcast is not to sell a product or a service or promote an individual, but rather share with you the process by which you can better navigate your own health journey. Whether you're pretty healthy right now, want to avoid any things in the future, or you got things happening and you want to take care of that now. Whatever it is for you, because I don't know you personally, but I do know the problems that many people are facing today. And I want to give you those solutions. So my hope for today is that you leave with a very specific insight and a very specific action step because these two beautiful women are going to share some magic with you. So how do we share that magic? Well, it's actually through role play. And we're going to do about a six minute role play. And so Dawn today, and she'll introduce herself in a second, will we'll present with a specific problem that you might very well relate to. It might actually trigger you, which is not such a bad thing, by the way, because that's a reminder that this is our work to do. So I hope you'll stay tuned. And then Tara's going to guide Dawn to some form of resolution in about six minutes. Obviously, six minutes is not long enough to resolve most things. Maybe she will. But the point is, is that you get to experience what other people experience. This may be something that it's is a very close to Dawn's heart, or maybe she's she's very much experienced in that field or knows others. So it's not so much about Dawn herself, but just relate to that experience, see yourself in that or someone else that you care about, and listen into the way that she gets guided to some form of re resolution. And so after the six minutes, maybe seven minutes then we'll unpack all of that stuff and so that you do leave with a very specific action step or insight that you can go forward with. So we'll do the introductions first. So we'll start off with Don, uh, briefly just uh, who you are, what you do, and then we'll go with Tara, and then we'll go dive into the actual role play. So Don, who are you? Hey there, Bart. Thanks so much again for having me on the podcast. It's an honor and a privilege. Um, my name is Dr. Dawn Sparks. I'm an anesthesiologist, pain management specialist, did all my training at the Cleveland Clinic. Um, I'm now on the island of Kauai, which is lovely and beautiful and warm, hence you guys that are all dressed warm. I am in 80 degree weather. And uh, I've had a practice here for eight and a half years, and I am expanding into longevity medicine and wellness. And I also do aesthetics and helping you take care of your traumas and stuff to make you feel better. I love that. And, you know, traumas and longevity, they go hand in hand. 
So, so uh, grateful that you're focused on that. You know, with your extensive background in medicine, I mean, you're in a great spot to advise us consumers in other areas as well. So thank you for that, Tara. A little bit about you, you, and then we'll dive into the role playing. Yeah, hi, I'm, again, yeah, thanks for, for having us. This was super fun. Um, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I live, I'm Tara Thomas. I am a health and high performance coach living, and I live in Santa Barbara, California. Um, and I help um, kind of transform my clients' lives with empowerment and really helping them recognize ways to champion themselves and those that they influence. So um, I'm excited to be here. I appreciate that. And uh, I've had the, the um, esteem, you know, pleasure to have met you uh, right before Burning Man. Uh, was enthralled by your perspective on things. And what I love about what you do as well is you help people empower themselves rather than beating themselves up and, and being shamed by others is stepping into your greatness. And I know both of you do that in a wonderful way. All right, so we're gonna Thank do you. the role play. Don, you're the one with a problem or a condition. So let's go. We're gonna go for six minutes and then we'll unpack it all. All right, so I'm coming to Tara as a coach and I'm asking her, you know, my sugars have been all out of balance. I've been through this huge family trauma. I've just been sitting around. I feel so deconditioned. I'm not sleeping well. I haven't been eating well, a lot of hospital food and processed food. And, and I just feel like I've gained weight and I feel slow. And I'm just in such a shameful place about all of that. And I mean, what, how do you help me get back on track and healthy? Well, I, I mean, the first thing that I would do, obviously, this is six minutes where my process is, has a really neuroscience informed process that we go through over an extended period of time where we could really unpack some of that. But the first thing that I would want to know would be kind of, um, there has been a lot that's been going on in the past that's brought you to where you are right now. And a little bit more about like, what is the most important for you right now? There was a lot that you addressed and, and in, in to look at, would it be, what would be the one area for you where you're feeling um, you could use the most support and guidance if you were to select one? Probably to not feel shameful and just get back into a healthy eating pattern, which would then subsequently hopefully lead to the weight loss and right. the more exercise and um, things of that nature. We're getting the sugars more regulated. So the first thing we want to recognize is that you are actually coping with some of the experiences that you've had and, and really give honor that and give that some recognition with where you've been so that you can some, rebalance some of that shame. The shame is actually coming from the experiences before the trauma. It's becoming through a lifetime of being conditioned to think that we need to somehow look at ourselves with criticism and deprecation in order to find motivation to create change. And maybe, maybe we step back and find some curiosity and some compassion to access. So it's really looking at your experience and really finding the areas of what you've just gone through, you know, that you would look at with your clients to champion for them to honestly, and Jen, and what that would start with. And what I actually the written my first activation phase with my coaching is I would invite them to find a container in their, in their home and put it somewhere. And each day put on a piece of paper, something that they could access with authenticity that they felt went well that day. And every day start to fill that jar with that, that piece of paper. And I call that the well living well. 
It's we're making daily deposits into something and it's going to start restructuring our cognitive um, you know, environment to look for these things. And it's going to help us just a little bit shift to some of that non-threatening energy in our life we're not ruminating and cycling and it can just feel like a little deeper breath that goes in and you can just show up with consistency and frequently see in that and you just start to say okay I have this freeway here of conditioned shame and deprecation and guilt and I'm going to just start carving a different path slowly with a little bit of work each day and then I would ask them to revisit that whenever they can whether it's a weekly basis around an environment with people that they feel safe and connected with who can co-champion with them. And I would just really invite them to start moving down this pathway to honor the journey that they've just traveled as fully as they can access and then continue to deposit every day in this well-living well to start to recreate a different neurology pathway. And then in time, over, over time and through that process, what what often you might see would be um, that a little bit more attention goes to some of our primary nourishments, which is our relationships with ourselves and others. And when that tends to start feeling nourished and um, enhanced and given focus, the secondary nourishment of movement and um, nutrition and food tends to take care of itself without even dialogue. That's great. How does that resonate though? You ready to do that? Yeah, no, I think that that sounds like a great place to start. Okay. Um, is, is there any anything missing? Is there anything else that you want to ask or Tara, you want to share? Well, and I'd say is you'd, you'd mentioned several things on top of the recent past trauma. There, there, was, there was some shame around the, the excess weight that has been put on the frame, you had mentioned varying glucoses. Is there one specific in this moment um, challenge within all of those that feels like a nugget to, to open up, a flower that lets bloom it? Well, I think that um, I also mentioned like insomnia and I think that for the general perimenopausal to menopausal woman age is that a lot of people go through that insomnia issue anyway and and so when it's with trauma it's even it's even more accelerated or if there's like late night adult beverages it becomes even more of an issue like there's so many too high and greasy fat of fast food too late at night all these things can like um complicate the insomniac picture right and so I think that getting well-scheduled sleep that's good, um, deep sleep and enough REM sleep and everything like that helps to process the trauma. Um, so if you had any kind of nuggets to go with the things that you mentioned as far as like for like mental health and helping all the other stuff come around with the physical right. health, that would also help for the processing um, of better sleep. And this can be, I mean, especially you know, with your, your medical background, that there's so many hormonal shifts that can occur during night. And then you add in opened up, you know, I call it emotional activation. And I always see it as an invitation to meet ourselves with what's coming to the surface. And you might use the word trigger, but I really, there's an element of association to something that needs to be fixed sometimes when people look at trigger. So when, 
when there is this blossoming of trauma that's going on for someone and these hormonal shifts going through different stages of life on top of the like nightly circadian rhythm hormonal repair and things that are going on, it can be very disruptive. So I would invite some first step would be awareness because yes, scheduled and good nutrition and hydration and movement and healthy relations, all are going to be things that help you through our living. They don't happen in, in the outcome of the day-to-day life that often for people. It can be a season, but we tend to have a lot less season. So it's really looking at and nurturing how you're showing up for yourself in those moments of disruption. So, and then, and thinking of it, not in it, like, like taking the opportunity to say, you know, I've been noticing this pattern or not, or it just happened last night. What, what do I need tonight? Do I need a glass of water by my bed? So you pick three things, whether it's, you know, do I want what, whatever it would be for you or something you've worked with your healthcare team to work out, whether it would be a, a sleep aid of some kind, uh, three minutes of um, just stream of consciousness writing to get some of the thoughts out and mellow down actually just a fan for some white noise. So I just say, look at what has worked in the past, add it to gain information, not to judge yourself to say, oh, it didn't work. I'm doing it wrong. I need to do this better. I need to do this better. The most you can lower the activation of the the way we deprecate and shame ourselves, whatever that, I mean, that would be number one. If you know something that works for that, it was just like for me sometimes, if I have a child or my partner in the bed, I just, like touching them, like reaching out a hand, just touching someone sometimes can really help my nervous system calm. So look at what's worked in the past and think of it outside of the nighttime. And so you're almost like pre-paving your action. So you don't have to access like consciousness action items. What do I need to do? It's kind of already been thought out. So there's almost more of an ease and a flow when it shows up. And, you know, personally, someone that is going through the, you know, menopause, I know for me having, it it was very difficult to access some information for the things that I really needed, but I would highly invite anyone in that phase of life to look online, ask the healthcare providers, ask their friends going through it, what is working? Because I know I found gold when I started doing that. It wasn't easy to dig for that gold, but I found it and people couldn't rip out of my hands what I'm now using and implementing. (laughs) I love that. Well, let's wrap that up there, guys. So thank thank you for those insightful thoughts and uh, the, and your vulnerability, Don. So thank you for that. So Don, uh, first for you, briefly, what was that for you? Um, no, I felt like that was really good and um, really spoke highly of uh, Tara's ability to coach and, and come up with solutions when someone's presenting them with um, a variety of different problems and kind of compartmentalize it to how to make it uh, attainable for the goals with breaking it down into small pieces, which is really good. And we're going to do a little bit of that, about that in a moment. Uh, Tara, what was that for you? It was, um, it was, it was really good. And it brought me back to how without context, it's so hard to go, which is kind of what we ran into earlier. So it was really like, okay, like, Zoom out. What are the big chunks, pieces that I can deliver? So it's good. Yeah. And here's the truth for all your listeners. Um, both Tara and Don have done an outstanding job in depicting some of the challenges. And so that's just what the purpose is for the listener to um, to relate to this, to relate to the challenge and realize, yes, there is a pathway that you will be able to find when you go to the right people. But I just want to want to say this and and 
you know, um, our, our body is, is made up of what, 70 trillion cells. And we actually have what's uh, uh, 10,000 named parts. And we've evolved over millions of years. So everything that's happening makes sense. There's a root cause to everything that's happening, whether it's a mental one, whether it's a spiritual one, whether it's a physical one, they're all interrelated in case, you know, some people don't know that. And sometimes my colleagues forget that. So the point of the matter is that everything that's happening, your DNA, you've got the, you've got the blueprint of a perfectly functioning body. You also have the blueprint of what's not working for you, whether it's excess weight, whether it's insomnia, you know, whether it's a hormonal imbalance. Now, here's the secret. And I couldn't say this until about maybe five years ago. But today I can very uh, authentically and honestly with a straight face tell you we no longer have an excuse to be sick. Your body is designed to work perfectly. Your body is designed to have the right weight. Your body is designed all these different things. It's a matter of figuring out with the right people what it is that you can do. And I'm going to give one nugget before I'm going to hand over to both Tara and, and Don because I want them to share the magic more than you hearing mine um, because I get to come back on my show all the time, right? So, but one of the things that I recently discovered is um, a company called a DNA company. There's a link below that you can get 10% off the off the. Uh, testing. And that is something that I believe everybody needs to know because it'll give us a lot of insight as to why your metabolic pathways are not functioning. And so in a sense, it's not your fault that you're any of these things, but it is your fault if you don't do something about it or find someone like Tara and Don. So the floor is yours, both of you. Um, give us some more insights about all of that. I'll start off with Tara um, and then Don, jump in whenever you feel like it. Well, I mean, you know, I, I have ex personally experienced such a pathway of the shame and blame. Um, it's interesting. I would, I've just been writing content about this for someone living with type one diabetes. And as a young, uh, you know, I was a teenager when I was diagnosed in the nineties and I was held to an expectation of research from single variable research. And What's interesting about that is being held to an expectation that didn't have to do with my individualized concern was I, you know, when we talk about body shaming and fat shaming and, you know, weight, well, you can look around to see that there's variety so you can find who you are within that environment. With type 1 diabetes, I had an expectation placed on me and I was the only one I knew. So talk about, you know, you go in and you see magazines on the coffee table in the waiting rooms with completely optimized glucose levels on the glucometers of the covers of the magazines. And then you see hemoglobin A1C charts on the wall that say, this is where research is. If you're out of here, you're going to go blind by your next birthday. And then you have a doctor who looks at your logbook and says, you need to fix all this. It's not optimal. And all you know is you're not in alignment with all the perfect in your environment and you go out into a world being alone. And that's just my experience and the, the gift that I was given in that. And I feel so fortunate. Like I said, I had a, I grew up in a very loving family and was able to see that and recognize that had enough of my sense of self developed to get curious about that. Like, wait a second, like last week I was okay. And now I'm not, you know, and how much of that doesn't exist for people or they don't have the ability to access some of that. And I think, you know, I did it in the coaching with Dawn, but any way that you can access, any way you can access to reduce that shame that we inflict on ourselves 
and that expectation, that self-expectation that we sift, that we put on ourselves, and become aware of the subtle ways we are gaslighting ourselves and we are telling ourselves we're not enough. We can ask for it all we want from the environment outside of us, but it's really restructuring those self-talk tracks that are going to create the long-term sustainable change. And that's where people like yourself uh, can be so invaluable with others because it's I'm I'm in the I've been in the personal growth industry for the last 25 years and every day every year I I learn so many more distinctions that I thought oh my gosh had I known this before but Don I want to ask you a question right so sure why is this, that happening why are these doctors basically you know fact shaming you know the well, I think that that I think that Tara just did a really good job. And I think she just hit on it too, Bart, is that she said um she was looking at all of these things that, about this aim for perfection, right? So it goes into this backwards kind of philosophy of what corporate medicine had set up, right? Like you have to take this much insulin, you have to get a human globin A1C of this and and they did look at studies and I'm not saying that the studies aren't accurate or anything like that. But what I am saying is it was medical gaslighting. She was told she needed to be perfect, but like, you know, there was like, and all that these I other was what was wrong. If it wasn't perfect, it wasn't the other wrong. 99 variables of glucose optimization that were being involved. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so like that, I think that when you look at, you know, you were probably a child when you got diagnosed and and this is something like you grew up with within the system of being like gaslit medically, right? And so you you all of a sudden come into this this um kind of what do you call it whirlpool where you're not perfect. So you're gonna start to like look at that and kind of put that back to yourself where you say I was gaslighting myself, but um from a perspective of somebody who didn't grow up from a chronic disease, like the idea of perfection uh, came out for me, I guess in grades. I've had, why, why I have to get straight A's, right? Like if I don't get straight A's, I'm not perfect or I'm not going to get to where I want to go. And not in the same realm or the same world at all with having type one diabetes. But I think we do start to gaslight ourselves when we mm -hmm. aim for perfection. Yep. And what the problem is, is that society is, has taught us for a long time that we need to be perfect. But in reality, what we need is to be authentic. And to be authentically ourselves, we are going to radiate so much more energy that's so much more positive because we're coming from a heart space and a brain space of we're being who we are and who we're meant to be. And that is our gift, right? That is who we are. And that is how we spread joy and love into the world. And um, when we're not allowed to do that, those things are taken away from us, right? Like that's when we experience trauma. It is traumatic to be told that you can't be yourself. And and whether it's from um, a, a medical condition or, or from a, a grade in school or whatever, you know, when you're going through medical training, you're not doing the right thing as an anesthesiologist. Like all of these things are, they all are these like kind of micro traumas and it would be a death by a thousand paper cuts essentially. Um, so once you get to be mid forties or fifties, like how can you not have trauma? Like this whole society has set you up, especially if you're a high achiever, right? And especially if you're a successful mm -hmm. high achiever. And when you go to a female successful high achiever, like it's a whole even other thing, right? So I think for us, we need to embrace and help other people to embrace more of their authentic nature 
Um, and once they get really comfortable in being authentically who they are, that positivity and that energy and that, that aura that they're going to create for themselves is going to bring them all of the miracles that they've probably been looking for all along. And like you said, all of those other things can fall into place. Well, I love well, and, Go ahead, Tara. Well, I was going to say, I, I think the the only addition I would say that is through that cultural exposure of medical gaslighting or just expectations of unattainable expectations. And, and then the way that we show up for ourselves, it, whether those, because we celebrate when they're met, we shame and deprecate when they're not met. We, we start gaslighting. We start subtly invalidating our, our own mind. And oh, that sure. is where the poison happens. I mean, it's even in the subtle, like, well, you know, I should be okay. Some people have it so much worse than I do, you know, and we're, we're like, we, we are. And that's gaslighting yourself. Exactly. Like we, in yeah. the, like little subtle ways that we don't even think are dysfunctional. They become so, we're so used to it. We're not even aware what we're doing. No, well, absolutely. I can tell you too, from, ahead, from just having gone I'm sorry. Sorry. Right. From just having gone through that thing with uh, my daughter, that's huge trauma. How many people told me, well, at least she's alive. Like, I, I mean, like yeah. the, the, the at least statements are some of the most traumatic statements that we have yes. normalized. Yes. Well, at least you're, you didn't have a heart attack. Well, at least you still have your foot, you know, like all of these things. And for her too, when people say, at least you're, you're learning to walk again. Well, that totally diminishes everything she went through and all of the pain that she's still having and the fact that it's almost a year later and she's still not walking and having to use um, durable medical equipment, right? Yeah. Like all of these things are, are have been normalized and you're so exactly right. Like that's wrong. We shouldn't mm -hmm. do that. And 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 I'm not saying that um, that being sensitive is like something we should have to tiptoe around either. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong, but like I'm saying that Look at what people have and be compassionate. Try it's, to it's be actually not ask them like how, you know, I, some, I literally have met people. They'll see my medical devices and they'll walk up to me and they'll be like, I'm sorry. I'm like, you didn't even ask who I am or how I am for these caregivers or these friends or these loved ones to look at your daughter and be like, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything I can do for you? That must have been so hard. What do you so need from hard. me? What right. do you need from me? Yeah. So I'd like to wrap it up there. You guys, uh, this has been a very lively conversation. And this is precisely why I want this podcast. And so you're representing the very reason why, you know, we have this podcast. A lot of people may agree with you. A lot of other people may not agree with you. And that's the whole point, right? Because the idea of you getting triggered to come out with a better truth. And I know that if you're of a growth mindset with both of you are, you will evolve, you know, your thoughts and your opinions about a lot of different things. But I do want to share something. So I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt who said something to the effect of nobody can make you feel bad unless you give them permission. And so one of the things, one of the, so I, I want to clarify some of the very key points that you guys shared today. And that is compassion, empathy, normalization. And, and what I don't want people, the listener to walk away with, well, I be the victim, right? And so if I'm the victim, you know, that's okay. You know, shame on you for saying all these things. Um, 
and staying in the victim role. And you're a classic example, Tara, of not being that victim. Yes, you got all this nastiness thrown at you, Don, you as well, but you did overcome them and, and you did better because of them. But here's the other truth. And I think this is also very important. And this was the reason for my question earlier on, Don, why do you think these doctors are doing that? And um, again, because they haven't been trained in that field. They've been strictly trained to give medications, to follow certain protocols. They, I'm not going to go into depths behind the scenes, but you know, there's a certain protective factor that you can't be too empathetic and compassionate because that's going to affect your ability to do things. I'm just going to leave it at that. You guys can figure it out for yourselves, your listeners. But there is that truth that we, that doctors put up a barrier. But the biggest point, and I think both of you addressed this, is as physicians, we actually have to take the time with our patient, right? Find out what's really going on. You know, what what is it that they want? What's the real problem? Not enabling them, but helping them and guiding them towards a resolution that will support them. And, and and allow them to be empowered and allow them to get those distinctions. And if the doctor can't do it, then absolutely somebody else needs to be doing that. So I just want to reemphasize that, you know, both these speakers today and both my guests are not telling you, yeah, it's okay to be that, and and but it's not. There is a process, there is a growth, there's a responsibility, there's a role that you must have. And again, I'm going to say this with, you know, full authenticity, it's not easy. And and I gaslight myself on a whole bunch of things. And that's a journey that I still have to go through. But the truth is there's beautiful souls like Dawn and Tara that can support you and help you. The only thing that I would say to you, and kind of sort of like what Tara was saying, she was the only one, she didn't know who to talk to. Go find someone like Dawn and Tara so that they can help you and support you and navigate this, this craziness that's thrown upon you uh, so that you can live a happy life. So I want to give um, Tara the last word and then a little bit about yourself. And then actually, we're going to go with Don first. Don, uh, last words from you, a little bit about yourself, and then we'll go with Tara. Last okay. comments. Thanks again, Bart. And if you guys need to get a hold of me or reach me, there's a HIPAA compliant line. It's 808-977-2700. Um, you can text or call and leave a voicemail. You could also reach me at kawaiidoctor.com. That's K-A-U-A-I-D-R.com. And on any social media, um, Dr. Dawn Sparks on X or Instagram or uh, Dr. Dawn A. Sparks or Dawn A. Sparks on Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, so those are the ways to get a hold of me. So thanks again, Bart, for having me on the show. And I just want to go back to something you said earlier. And I think it is very important. Um, a lot of doctors, I think, fall into this fixed mindset, especially when they've been pushed through, pushed through with all of the stuff they've done. And they finally get to where they want to be after years and years of training. And they're just like down in the mud, you know, um, we'll say survival of the fittest. So I think there's a couple different things. It's like, it was, I found it triggering to me when people would say like I was a victim or I was being a victim or something like that. But um, I said, there's a difference, right? Like people can be victimized. I was in a car accident that was really bad and I was lifelighted. I was a victim of a car accident. Like I couldn't avoid it. It just happened. Or people who are raped, they are victims of rape. It doesn't mean that they are a victim using it as a noun. And I think what happens with the growth mindset is they become a survivor. Um, and that's a different sort of um, growth pattern. 
And I think it's very important that we understand it's okay if you were victimized, it is okay that you were victimized, but it's what you do with it next and what you want to do with it next. And that can be all of the life-changing energy that you need to go on to the next best thing. Cause you were, you were, you're here for great things and you should show your magic and you should shine your light and you shouldn't let anyone dim it. And you certainly shouldn't let anyone call you a victim because that's what they want to do to be like mean and ugly. So um, if you need to reach out to me, thank you again. Thanks, Bart. And <laughs> please do that. I mean, the, the, the magic that Dawn offers, the ability to help you transform your life when when you're in that place where you're so unhappy because of whatever's been told to you, whatever's going on, look, there is a pathway out there and finding people like Dawn will make a huge difference. And that's on you, right? And so just absolutely do that. Tara, uh, last words and how do people find you? Um, this, just thank you. This has been really enjoyable. I've done... Um, several podcasts and in a different format. And you were right, Bart, this is really fun. Um, something I recently heard, which was impactful for me, which I will, I wanted to share with both of you was um, because the word trauma came up so much in our conversation and perhaps you've heard it before, but you either transform trauma or you transfer it. So, you know, pick, pick your pathway for your trauma. Um, TaraThomas.com is my website. Tara Thomas coaching is um, my handle on Instagram. And um, I mentioned this earlier, but I am wearing blue. I don't know if video, you know, goes yeah. with the podcast, but um, it is National Diabetes Month. So I want to wish everyone happy National Diabetes Month. My philosophy and coaching, I call the diabetes an advantage because I've been given so many gifts and abundance from living with type one diabetes for 33 years. And um, yeah, I'm just super grateful to be here. So I had a good time. It was good to see you again, Dawn. Good to see you too, there. Well, I want to thank you both. Um, I love the conversations that we've had today. Um, I think they're so, so important. And, and my hope is that the listener leaves with some sort of insight. And, and if you're confused, which you might be, and sometimes I'm still confused in these talks, then reach out to either one of them and, and get some insights and, um, and let them help you. Let them guide you towards where it is that you do want to go. And and one last thing about Tara, I mean, you're doing some phenomenal work on diabetes. Um, you know, reach out to her for some greater insights and uh, reach out to Dawn, who has figured out a better way of life. And um, and she's a doctor to boot. So she, she's got all the insights on that area. And that's a wonderful mix. So once again, Tara and Dawn, thank you so much. It's been an honor and a blessing. My name is Dr. Bart Radmaker. Um, this is the Doctor's Guide a podcast, raw and unfiltered, specifically bringing up those topics that nobody else is really talking about. Uh, hopefully you will get triggered and get an insight or don't have to be triggered, but get, at least get an insight and an action step that you can take. Because also just as Don said, I mean, we're all here for greatness. And so let's go for that. Thank you. And we will be back. And I'm certainly going to invite both of you back at some other point with new guests, of course. Thank you both. Aloha. Thank you for listening to The Doctor's Guide, an innovative approach to help you navigate the complexities of your health journey with Dr. Bart Rademacher and his expert guests. Tune in to more insights and action steps in our next episode every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern. 